here. And that lets you save the Look here. True form life. Green look on Hey, and welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. Today we got a great show planned for you. We're featuring food as medication. All that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. You know what's hard for me to believe? how incredibly influential our medical system is and what kind of impact they have on us. I recently posted a video called Minding Your Mitochondria, more than gone viral with hundreds of thousands of hits. It's a TED Talk by Dr. Terry Walls. She's actually a real doctor who had or has MS, however you want to put it. She went through all the proper medical procedures and her health slowly declined. She traveled to top institutions, took the best medicine possible and still declined. So much so she found herself in a wheelchair unable to walk. What she decided to do was experiment on herself to find a way to improve her own health. It's only about a 20-minute talk. You can check it out yourself for all the details. It's really a great speech. The conclusion of it was by increasing the amount of vegetables she consumed, she was able to improve her health. She was able to get off medication that wasn't working anyways and eventually got out of that wheelchair. So much so that she's now riding horses. The thing that stands out to me most is people's reaction to the video. I heard a couple people talking the other day. And they're saying how amazing this video was. Then, of course, there's always doubters, no matter how much evidence or proof there is. What I'm getting at is, we've put such a heavy emphasis on the medical field, and they've done such a great job of promoting what they do. People are either astonished or disbelievers that there's actually a way to not only prevent sickness and disease, but to treat it as well with real foods, as opposed to medication. These are facts, folks. It's nothing new. Our species has survived for thousands of years without our conventional medicine. Mother Earth has provided us with everything we need to grow, flourish, and survive. And most of the time, we choose to ignore it. I promise that the ancient ways of natural healing has been around much longer than the medicine we use today. But we push it aside and choose to believe in vaccines and prescriptions without thinking twice. Don't get me wrong now. Our technology, research, and now knowledge in conventional medicine has come leaps and bounds and offers an incredible resource to live longer without pain and offers options like surgeries that can improve quality of lives. I'm well aware of that. I'm hard on the system. Drugs and medicine, because we make the choice to do nothing for ourselves, there are thousands of studies that prove high-quality, nutrient-dense foods can help, heal, improve, prevent, and treat disease and sickness without side effects, without medication, without becoming addicted or reliant on medication. We know for a fact exercise and improving our quality of foods will make us healthier. Why not prescribe that? Why not tell people, if you don't improve your quality of life, if you don't do anything for yourself, I can't help you. Of course, there's money and politics and a billion dollar business I won't get into, but that's hard to argue with, with the way medication is prescribed and abused. I truly believe the medical system has something to offer. But what about complementing our health in treatment possibility? What about combining Eastern medicine, natural medicine, and other holistic remedies that have been around for centuries? Why don't we combine all our resources, all of our worldly knowledge, and come together for a healthier world. There will be a time when we go back to natural healing as a society. I'm sure we'll keep the positives and all the good things the system has to offer, but it's going to be a different system, a different world. A world that doesn't depend on a pill or a quick fix. A world that knows food is healing. A world without side effects and medication abuse from both sides. We survive, adapt, and change. That's what we do. That's why we're still here. We'll eventually come to a shift where our beliefs are different, but more importantly, our actions. We'll live off the land again. 
will heal ourselves, and I'll look forward to a world without prescriptions, doctors, nutritionists, and even health advocates like myself, because we'll all possess the knowledge of optimum health. True form life. I was sitting around watching Food, Inc. with my mom the other day. It's a hard movie to grasp. Of course, it's controversial. The other side will say the industry isn't that bad. They'll say the movie was blown out of proportion, even though they have actual, real-life people being interviewed about how they're treated in the industry. They have film on how animals are treated, and they even have a little footnote on how big corporations wouldn't comment. The movie is all about how corporate farming in the U.S. is unhealthy, harmful to the environment, and abusive to both employees and animals. I've never been one to follow the norm, stand in line, and follow the pack without knowing where we're going. Those are my choices. It's not always easy. In fact, standing out from the crowd is more than difficult at times. Those that believe in something different seldom stand up or stand next to the voice. You have to be a truly great leader to get others to stand next to you. If you swim upstream, the ones that are angry or scared to change are always louder than those that want to change, for the most part. If you look at the real leaders this world has seen, they weren't scared to speak. They weren't scared to make a noise and truly believed in what they said. More than all that, they ignited nations to follow them and to speak up for what each one believed in. I'm not sure what happened to us. I don't know what ignited the drastic changes we've seen in our world, inconvenience in the food industry. When did we start being scared of what we believe in? When did we become the silent majority? I have to wonder and ask myself, how did we get like this? Women couldn't always vote. In fact, men were so scared of women, there was a time when women burned and accused them of being witches. I wonder what changed that. Rosa Parks ignited a change in transportation for whites and blacks when she refused to get out of her seat. Of course, there was slavery since the beginning of time, and we all must have heard of indentured servants. If you could believe these people were born being owned by another person, however ridiculous that was, these things changed. There had to come a breaking point. To me, we're at the breaking point with the food industry. My comparisons might sound extreme to some, and I understand that. And I understand that's exactly why we're at the point we are today. What we've done, yes, that's right, we. We've empowered the big corporations, and we've created what we see today as the food industry all centered around quick and easy, no regard for humans, animals, or the environment. How we've done this, how we let this happen, we voted for them. We voted with our checkbooks and credit cards when we headed the shopping aisle to the cheapest, lowest quality of food. Back to my mom and watching this documentary, she told me how she used to do certain things growing up on the farm, how she milked cows and cleaned chickens. Sounds gross to some I know, but that's the way it was. If you wanted eggs, you went to get eggs. If you wanted milk, Guess who was milking the cow? If you wanted chicken breast, you butchered, cleaned, and prepared it all on your own farm. What do we have today is chickens, some overgrown, hormone-infested piece of meat with little quality. What do we have in our cupboards, pantries, and refrigerators? Something that resembles food, but nothing close to what our last generations consumed. I didn't express my gratitude at the time, but I appreciate hearing those stories from my mom and how she grew up. The hardest pill for me to swallow is that I won't have any stories of my own to share with my kids. How many of us do? There is a large farming community, especially the one we live in, but nothing compared to the past. How can small farms compete with big corporations? The answer is simple. They can't. How many of us still live on a farm? Better yet, how many compared to how many used to? I don't have the facts, but I bet they show an extreme decline. Getting back to my point, why we are the way we are, how our society has become the way it is, it all leads back to us, each and every one of us. We're quick to blame the giants like Walmart or Monsanto. Of course, they're the reason for all our problems. <laughs> but it's our choice. We choose to shop. We choose to give them power. And although we've lost most of that power now, we're the reason it's like this. We choose not to educate ourselves on facts and truths. Although 
Armel's water at the cheapest price we can find. $1.99 for a t-shirt, and we don't think about what was sacrificed for it. 50 cents, a dollar more. We choose not to pay for local. We choose not to support those that build a family business from the ground up. Not to support our neighbors and friends. We aren't victims in this world. These are all choices. These are all actions we choose. And the repercussions of our society and who we let take over all leads back to us. Of course, it's easy to point the finger. No one wants to be responsible. One time I heard if you point your finger, three more are pointing back at you. Some people say it's too late. Some don't care and never will. There seems to be a few fighting a losing battle. Any way you spin it, it comes down to us and what we choose each and every day. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Shoppers Drug Mart, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and the CLC Fitness Center. All of them uniting together for a healthier tomorrow. To find out more about True Form Life or to become a sponsor of the show, visit trueformlife.com. I'm not exactly sure why people label themselves. Maybe it makes them feel closer to a specific group of like-minded people or more connected being in a certain category. What I'm talking about is food. You have those people that call themselves meat lovers. Of course, you have vegetarians and vegans, both a number of different kinds, in fact. I think it's funny how people label themselves. I'm a vegan, I heard from someone that almost seemed embarrassed. You have those meat lovers who are hardly shy about it. Then try listening to someone explain what kind of vegetarian they are. I like how Dan Millman put it. I don't necessarily consider myself a vegetarian. I just haven't been hungry for meat for so many years. I've studied meat and vegetables. I'm very aware of what both do to our bodies. I don't claim to be in any kind of group. I stick to vegetables most of the time. Although I eat fish consistently, chicken here and there, and a big fat steak, probably not enough to count. But I do enjoy red meat once in a while. Sometimes I can't look at it, and other times I crave it, which isn't very often, but nonetheless. I've tried all kinds of diets, more so lifestyle changes. I was on a vegan diet for a while, and I'm happy to say I still enjoy some of the meals from that diet. I also had the lowest percentage of body fat I've ever seen in myself, but vegan wasn't for me. I explained I consume a high plant-based diet right now, but with the fish I eat and other meats from time to time, I wouldn't be welcomed in the vegetarian club. I was certainly involved in the meat lovers category when I was heavily influenced by muscle mass in the fitness world. Can't ever see myself going back there. What has interested me recently and where I'm going with this segment is raw food. There's definitely a growing number of raw foodists in this world. You have the people, much like a large number of vegetarians, that don't eat meat because of animal cruelty. Then you have people that only eat what grows from the land because it grows from the land. You have those people that consider absolutely every single thing they consume. People that know exactly where it comes from and how it's prepared and so on. And as you'll soon find out, raw foodists cover a wide array of these categories. My research hasn't satisfied me yet, but I've got to say raw foods makes a strong effort for being one of, if not the healthiest diets or lifestyles there is. In fact, if you ask me, it should be in tabloids and in the paper instead of Atkins or the Paleo. Check out this raw food checklist. If you want foods free of refined sugar, you got it. If you want unprocessed foods, check. If you want natural foods without toxins or chemicals, you betcha. Want to avoid nutrient-dense foods that haven't been killed because of heat due to cooking? Well, of course, they got that too. It's hard to put out much of an argument saying this isn't one of the healthiest ways to go. Of course, as I said earlier, I haven't researched raw food enough that I'm completely convinced but there's nothing wrong with trying out or adding these foods to your already healthy diet. With the other diets, I jumped in with two feet. Vegan diet, 100% vegan, no questions asked. Vegetarian, no meat, no problem. I've taken this raw fruit approach slightly different. I make meals here and there, try something out, then try it again because most of the time it didn't work. I've tried the dehydrator, tried to blend food for a raw meal. I've tried rolling and refrigerating. 
And if God to stay up to this point, I might be the worst raw foodist ever. <laughs> what interests me about a raw food diet is enzymes and how they stay intact. We need enzymes. This is how we break down and digest food. We give our body such a hard time by making it come up with its own enzymes just about every time we eat by cooking and heating food we consume, which is hard on the body. This isn't the case with raw food. Without cooking food, enzymes remain in the food along with other nutritional properties, which would normally be destroyed by heat. The other thing about raw food is that they're all actually living. No, I don't mean a side of beef is still a cow. I mean raw food still have life, being in their natural state. Everything has energy that can't be denied. Conventional scientific research proves that everything is made up of atoms and molecules if you break them down into their purest form. Raw food has positive, real live energy when it's transferred to our bodies and what we consume. We won't get this positive energy from highly processed, unnatural foods or from foods that have been cooked at high temperatures, killing off a high percentage of nutrients. For these few reasons alone, I'm going to continue researching and experimenting with raw food and see what other interesting facts they have to offer. A resource I wanted to share with you is this interesting book I've been enjoying. It's called The Raw Truth. Find any resemblance there? The Art of Preparing Living Foods. I highly recommend checking it out if you're interested in getting involved with raw foods. Something else I have for you is that I'm actually excited to share a raw food recipe with you. I'm excited to share it because this is the first actual raw food I've prepared that I've enjoyed eating. Just to clear things up about my preparation difficulties, I'm not saying raw food doesn't taste good or that it's hard to prepare. This recipe below is absolutely fantastic. I can't keep them in the fridge. What I'm saying is that I haven't yet mastered the art of cooking with living foods. Our True Form Fitness Group has formed a cool habit of celebrating birthdays at class. We have the birthday person dress up and we bring healthy snacks to share afterwards. This is the snack I brought to share with everyone. Get your pens ready. It's very simple. And although some of you may not have the ingredients, it doesn't take long to accumulate them once you start living, eating, and purchasing a little healthier. All right, here we go. Three cups oats, one cup shredded coconut, quarter cup of cacao, half a cup of dried cranberries, half a cup of raw cacao nibs, teaspoon of fresh orange zest. Don't skip this part. This was my favorite, actually. Teaspoon of chili powder. This gives it a little kick. Teaspoon of sea salt, quarter cup agave syrup, quarter cup coconut oil, and half a cup of water. You're going to mix the dry ingredients into a bowl. Then you're going to mix the agave with coconut oil and water and pour over the dry ingredients. Add more water if needed. Mix until well-coated. Then use your hands to form balls and place them on a tray. You can refrigerate or freeze for a couple hours and they're ready to go. Alright, some quick news before we sign off. Energy Plus Supplements and Uptown Olds are now distributing Complete Truth Protein Powder. So you can check them out. Again, that's Energy Plus Supplements. Alright, that's all we have for you this evening. Tune in next week for some more health and fitness tips. As always, I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com or call 403-510-4915. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without GDK Gravel and Sand. They've got the best rock for your road. Call them today, 1-877-335-2091. That's 1-877-335-2091.